This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I have great peace. I sleep well at night. Not because the world is great or safe. It's neither of those things. But I have great peace because I'm consistent in what I speak out on. And I want to talk today about the, the, the beauty, the value, the utility of being able to speak out on the clear war crimes of Vladimir Putin and Russia right now against Ukraine. Today, it crossed over three million refugees that have fled the country. Thousands and thousands of civilians have been killed. It's despicable, and it's a clear war crime. But when people say, yeah, but the United States has war crimes, I'm able to look squarely in that person's eyes and say, I've spoken out against those war crimes for years. I'm still speaking out on those war crimes now. I'm able to say that. I'm able to speak confidently about the war crimes of Russia, unlike Joe Biden, unlike Kamala Harris, unlike most people in the United States government, because I also speak out on the war crimes of this country. And I want to encourage you to be consistent in your values and in your worldview. And I want to unpack and explain what that means right now and give you two ways that I hope you'll be consistent. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. You may be aware that there is an international criminal court in The Hague that countries all over the world participate in, and it is an essential arbitrator, an essential place to be able to judge harshly war criminals around the world. But what has happened is that the United States and other world powers don't participate, refuse to participate. And what ends up happening is The Hague, the International Criminal Court at The Hague, ends up prosecuting a lot of Africans. And what it ends up looking like is, wow, all the war criminals are Africans. <laughs> it, it is kind of like an international form of mass incarceration because the people being convicted, the people being prosecuted, the people being charged, the people being arrested for war crimes are Africans. But that's because the United States literally refuses to participate in the International Criminal Court and refuses to give the International Criminal Court any jurisdiction or oversight 
in the United States whatsoever because so many officials in this government, Democrat and Republican alike, would be charged, arrested, convicted, and sent to prison. It's abundantly clear. The world knows this. The world openly calls so many former presidents of the United States war criminals, so many members of former administrations war criminals, and not because they're not U.S. allies. They just are. They committed war crimes. The United States committed clear war crimes in Iraq and Afghanistan. We could just zero in on Iraq, a country where they literally concocted the idea that there were weapons of mass destruction, which is so abusive. The United States had just had a horrible attack on 9-11. People's nerves were frayed. People were willing to believe a lot. And they literally made up that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction, which they never did. And based on this lie, proceeded for years and years and years to commit atrocious war crimes that devastated not just an entire country, but an entire region, killed hundreds of thousands of people, destroyed homes of artifacts like, I mean, just destabilized a country in a way that it has never recovered from. And I spoke out on that consistently, regularly. I still do. I still want the United States to participate in the International Criminal Court. I still advocate for people in the United States to be held responsible for those war crimes. And so now when I call for Vladimir Putin to be charged with war crimes, to be investigated and prosecuted, and and when I call for that, because if he's investigated and prosecuted, in essence, if a warrant is put out for his arrest, he'll then really no longer have free travel around the world. He'll be isolated to Russia. And and he deserves that. Like what he has continued to do every single day in Ukraine is disgusting. But I see people then say, like, how dare you make sometimes speaking to me or other people? Like, how dare you call out him when the United States did ABC? It's like, but I spoke out and continue to speak. I spoke out today. Go to my Instagram page now. The CIA has just declassified a report about torture that they committed that caused the brain damage of somebody being held at Guantanamo Bay. Like, just disgusting. And that's the first thing that I want. Like, if I were you, if you do care about ethics and integrity and accountability for the world, you should advocate that the United States participate in the International Criminal Court. That then gives you the moral authority to speak out on Russia or Saudi Arabia or the United States and say, I'm consistent. I'm consistent here. So I find myself understanding. I I wrote a guest piece for Newsweek this weekend where I talked about how I see, understandably, a lot of African-Americans check out of caring so much about what they 
have seen happen in Ukraine in huge part because of the mistreatment of African immigrants and refugees at the border. Part of what I tried to unpack there is, and, and this is my, my second and final point of the day, is that students and refugees continue to tell me that they were primarily mistreated by police and law enforcement agencies, not by everyday people. And that their experiences in Ukraine, many of who've been many people who've been there for a decade, they say by and large their experiences with people have been good. But for me, it's consistency. I am not going to stop caring about the atrocities being committed against Ukrainians because their police are racist, because American police are racist. Consistently, I'm against over-policing, I'm against racism, and I'm against the nexus of racism and policing. So I'm speaking out against the racist police practices happening around the world to African refugees and immigrants, but that's consistent for me because I speak out against the racist policing practices here in the United States. For me, that value is I am against racism, and that could be here or anywhere else committed against anybody. And I'm against over-policing and mass incarceration and abusive policing in any way. Again, if that's here, in my hometown, in my city, in my state, in my county, in my region, in this country, or in Ukraine, or Poland, or Hungary, or anywhere else, in Brazil, throughout the continent of Africa, Wherever I see these things, I can consistently speak out on them. And, and I'll close with this. That's what it means to have a worldview, to have values that guide the work that you do. And I want to encourage you, like, what is your philosophy? What is your worldview? How, what is your actual political stance, not that you're a Democrat, not that you're a Republican, that's not a political stance. It's, it's hard to discern what either of those parties are actually for. What are your actual views, positions? Establish those things, root them in, in research, in history, in tradition, and then allow those worldviews, allow those positions to help you be consistent so that when trouble comes, you, you already know how you see it because your worldview is firmly established. Listen, I've got to run. Love, 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 and appreciate all of you. Been gone for a few days. Had a few things happen here at the house, including my, my, one of my children has been sick and just some things in transition. So appreciate your patience. Glad to be back. And listen, if you're not yet a member of the North Star, please, please, please join today. Go to the northstar.com and become a member. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. 
Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mm-hmm.